Welcome to Vintage Broadcasting, an old-time production created and produced by your Master of Ceremonies, Frank Goss. Stay tuned to hear various updates from around the world and here in the United States. We will be considering a variety of topics from history, sports, religion, and American politics. The conversations will be free-flowing and filled with Christian conservative views relating to all topics discussed. If you wish to participate, feel free to comment in the broadcast subject line and voice your opinion. Please keep your language controlled and civil as foul language will not be tolerated in any instance, but instead will be deleted immediately. We will not shy away from difficult topics and do not adhere to the socialist communist agenda in any way. We are Americans from the good old days. When men were men and ladies were respected, God was feared and children obeyed. We still believe in truth, justice, and the American way. Again, if you have a topic that you wish to discuss, let us know and we will do our best to address those issues. Thank you, and we appreciate your participation in this broadcast. Episode 8. Has this been a result of oversight? An accident? What is the truth about what is going on? What are the facts? It's been my contention that quite often we fail to gain a proper understanding because we do not ask the right questions. Now here are some questions, a couple, that need to be answered. Question number one, is communism dead? There are more Communist Party members today than at any other time in history. What they are doing is rebranding themselves. You don't hear the word communism that much in public today. It's not splashed across the headlines. It's not preached on the radio. Communism is recognized as a name that evokes fear and anger almost immediately. You think of communism, you think of Russia. Who wants to be identified in that way? Nobody in America. It's not a pleasant word. So the best way to manage that is to change the name while maintaining the same ideology. Today, the name is Progressive. If you go to the Communist Party website, most of the programs they support are deemed progressive. Progressives are considered to be liberals, Democrat, Socialist, and Radical Leftist, Antifa, and Black Lives Matter. They're all progressives. They all have various titles, but they all work under the same title of progressive. Nancy Pelosi proudly said in an interview recently that she is definitely not a socialist, but she is a progressive lawmaker. Hard liberals, socialists, and communists all have essentially the same core values. Mrs. Pelosi is not known for her upright character or her honesty. You can call it prevarication, you can call it misrepresentation of fact, whatever you wish to call it. But a lie is a lie, no matter what you call it. These people, the communists, the socialists, the Democrats, they're masters of deceit. To suggest that communism is dead would be a true denial of facts. You have communist China, North Korea, Vietnam, Cuba, Laos, Russia, Algeria, Bangladesh, Eritrea, Guinea, Bissua, Nepal, Nicaragua. Communist philosophy is strong throughout Europe, Central and South America. 
To think that communism is dead is not true. Communism is practiced by many who deny being affiliated with Marxism. These are those that Lenin referred to as useful idiots. While they truly believe they're holding traditional party lines, both Republican and Democrats, formerly had a particular place where they stood. The Republicans were slightly right of center, and the Democrats were slightly left of center. For years, they could compromise and agree and work together because they were both very close to the center. The Founding Fathers, if you read the documents, were very close to the Republican Party. The Republicans hold to a static document. The Liberals, or the Democrats, hold to a living document. This is how they refer to the Constitution. A living document means that it can change and should change with the trends and times. A static document means that it is fixed. What is said is said. It doesn't change. We do. Over the past 25 years, however, both parties have shifted greatly to the left, with the Republicans having crossed over the center line and have taken the place of the Democrats on the left of center. The left has moved so much so to the left that they are right now far left of the center. The far left represents communism and socialism all the way to the end of the line there. You have communism and socialism and even fascism along with Nazism. Now while both parties are left of center, one is farther left than the other. For the average American, this is not good. We are not getting a fair view of politics. We're not getting a fair view of morality as the average American would wish for it to be. Presently, we're seeing things from the left of center view in both parties, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. However, the Democrats, we feel, have gone so far left that we cannot stand there. However, if we truly examine where the Republican Party is, we would say, truly, we can't stand there either. Presently, it is safe to say that the Democrats have moved so far to the left that they are practically holding hands with socialism and moving towards communism. This is why they seem to have gone over to the dark side, because essentially they have. Yet they deny this and cannot see themselves as communists. They refuse to acquiesce to that title. Socialism is a far more acceptable term preferred by most Democrats. That is where they hang their hat, and that is where the difference is found. Neither party is where they were 20, 25 years ago. But don't worry. The Republicans are following closely behind the Democrats. In order to be accepted by the voters, they too will be sliding further left in the years to come. The people demand this. All values have disintegrated and fall well below decency standards that were adhered to just a few years ago. Progressivism is here, and it has no opposition from within. None. It has reached the edge of its goal. They still have a ways to go. They now, however, occupy both the House and the Senate and the White House. All three branches of the American government are now in the hands of the Marxist socialists. They have attained these positions through subterfuge, fraud, lies, deceit, and any way they could. This is how they gained the White House and the Senate. Today, January 16th, congressmen are being forced to say and to agree that the election was free of fraud and should be accepted. 
or there is no other room for discussion, no other way to compromise. Either you accept this, or we have nothing to say. The sad thing is, many will accept it in order to have a peaceful transition, and, as they say, to protect the integrity of the process. This is socialism. All of Barack Obama's henchmen are back in place. Even Barack is regaining the popularity he once held. You will hear his voice on the political scene in days to come. It's clear to see and safe to say, communism is not dead. Over 1.5 billion people live today in openly communistic countries. Most of us here in America, under the age of 50, have no idea of what communism represents. The Berlin Wall fell in the mid-80s, over 35 years ago. Question number two. What is so bad about communism? High school and college students have no working knowledge of communism. In conversation with a college student a few years back who had spent some time in China over the summer, I asked him how he liked communism. His response was that it was far better than what we have here in America. Honestly, I was not stunned as much as I was angered. His attitude is typical of the average college student in our day. Based on what their Marxist professors have presented, communism is actually the preferred method of governance in their minds. They're being lied to. And these are the people that will be taking the positions of leadership in the near future. Communism is evil to the core. It's completely tyrannical and authoritarian. It is also forbidden to ask questions or explain why one would take this position. The 20th century was the bloodiest century ever in the history of man for one reason, communistic ideology. Stalin, Lenin, Mao, Pol Pot, Hitler, these men were socialist communist leaders who murdered over 135 million people. Communism is the bloodiest method of governance ever instituted. The legacy of Marxism is that it was the greatest killing machine in all of history. When forced abortion is included, communism accounts for the death of over 500 million people, period. Drop the microphone and exit right. College students of today do not believe this. They reject the facts about the Uyghurs in China. They reject the ideas of slavery in prison camps and re-education of the population. Their professors say these things simply are not true or they're exaggerated. It's hyperbole. What's found in true Marxism is that people find peace at last. It's what they tell people. They tell people also that if you're conservative Christians, then you're an ignorant group of people and you know very little about the realities of the ideals Marx put forth, really. There are also people who say there are no absolutes, and when I hear this, you just want to say, is that absolutely the truth? Universities are spoon-feeding our sons and daughters with these radical ideas on a daily basis. We, the parents, are paying for their indoctrination. We cannot address this issue in most schools because these principles are what is being taught to our children today, and they're being taught aggressively and openly. The only true way to combat this onslaught of indoctrination is to not send them to school, period. Drop the mic and exit right. Communism is the final phase and goal 
of socialism. Socialism is best defined by big government. Big government rules over practically every aspect of life. They take things through taxation or fees or by force, and they give it to another. The liberals in America do not believe this is evil at all. They believe it's a progressive step towards helping your neighbor, and progressive ideas will make things fair, balanced, and just. Finally, we'll find ourselves in a utopia. It's a marvelous plan, but it has one flaw going against it. History. From history, we see one man's view of National Socialism and another man's view of Soviet Socialism. By any name and in all of its forms, Socialism is the ultimate evil. Sooner or later, Socialism destroys everything in its path. Law, morality, prosperity, community, education, incentives, and finally, life itself. Socialism creates the conditions and situations that invite Stalin or Lenin or Hitler to come to power. What is the goal of socialism? Do not be fooled. Do not be deceived. And don't be confused. The goal of socialism is communism. That is why communism has so much relevance today. It's the final destination on the road we're traveling.